0: Well, we already sort of got the the intro part to my reflection out of the way because, yeah, Psalm twenty six, um, not exactly what I would call a a humble tone to be taking. So I guess we're really on a roll with scriptures that we don't exactly feel comfortable with. This is what like the third week in a row where we've got scriptures where we're like, mm, I don't know about that, and. I kind of feel that way about Psalm 26, not necessarily because of the content of what it's saying, but because of the tone. Like, I just don't like that speaker. Seems really arrogant, looking down on people he perceives as being sinners while claiming perfection for himself. And I'm saying him because of, you know, sociocultural things, but women are not exempt from this feeling either. And I don't like it. It feels icky and wrong for that to be in the Bible. It very much goes against the whole Christian humility that, especially Mennonites, I feel like to emphasize, you know, service, self-denial, simple living. This does not vibe. Hebrews is nice then in a way because it kind of gives an alternative viewpoint. Rather than the speaker in Psalm 26 saying, I've been so righteous, I've done so well, I am deserving of your mercy and salvation." Hebrews says, nah, not us. We didn't do any of it. The reason we have salvation, the reason we have redemption, is because Jesus did it perfectly and was kind enough to sort of take us along for the ride. And this viewpoint is a lot more common in my experience, at least, of the Mennonite church, This privileged position we have in the universal hierarchy, you know, above the angels, right hand of God, et cetera, et cetera, is because of the actions and grace of Jesus. He is the one who is crowned with glory and honor, and he's the reason we have any standing whatsoever. Because we're not good, we're not righteous, we are not like the speaker in Psalm 26 claims to be, right? But Jesus is those things. And Jesus loves us, even though we are not good or righteous. And so we get all the benefits without a whole lot of the responsibility. But there are still things about this Hebrews passage to make us uncomfortable. For instance, this idea that we are not sanctified through our own merit, through anything we do, can be a hard thing for our pride to swallow. Admitting that we don't deserve good things is hard and it doesn't necessarily have to be pride that makes this a difficult pill to swallow. It can be that good old fashioned mental work ethic that says you're supposed to work hard at things and contribute and earn good things. It can be hard to admit that no matter how hard we work, there's some things we just can't earn, some things we need even that we can't earn by being good, hardworking, self-denying menos. And this idea that there's nothing we can do can leave us feeling a bit at loose ends. It's hard to feel like you're not in control of any aspect of your life, but especially something as important as this. And some people are better with this than others, I am one of the on the worst end of the spectrum people when it comes to feeling like I do not have control over my own life. And sometimes we feel guilty. Even if we can accept the good thing, we feel bad that we haven't earned it. We realize we don't deserve it. And so we feel bad about accepting it. You know, our emphasis on service, we're all eager to wash someone else's feet, but start feeling real awkward when it's our turn to get our feet washed. So even though there are some things that we're very comfortable with in terms of the viewpoint of this Hebrews passage, there are still things here to be uncomfortable with to make us feel kind of off balance, maybe a little itchy, a little twitchy. Children on the other hand, do not have these hangups. Children, at least the young ones, they learn it as they get older, but the little ones are so utterly lacking and self-awareness, and self-consciousness, that the idea of feeling ashamed about accepting a good thing that's offered to them might as well exist in another dimension. Children have no problem being like, ooh, nice thing. Yes, please. I want that. Reminding them to say thank you might be an effort, but you don't usually have to persuade them very hard to take the good thing and be happy about it. There's no pride in them, telling them that salvation is the kind of thing they're capable of earning. They're used to relying on the kindness and grace of people more powerful than them, aka adults, to provide for them. And I think this is what Jesus is getting at in Mark when he says we need to receive the kingdom of God as a little child. I don't think he's talking about an age thing. We don't have to baptize infants so that they won't go to hell if they die, but we do have to strive to hang on to something that was very normal to us at that part of life for that humility, that acceptance that we can't do it all ourselves and we need to rely on those bigger and stronger and smarter than us to provide. It's just that as an adult, we realize that person is God rather than mom and dad. And it sounds so easy, doesn't it? Like so many of the things we're commanded to do as Christians, it sounds so simple when it's put down there all nice and neat on paper. And hey, if it is easy for you, congrats. Enjoy it, but be humble. But I'll tell you this, this is not easy for me. In fact, right now, it's especially not easy because I'm finding as much as I don't like to admit it, I'm resonating a lot with that speaker in Psalm 26 right now. And maybe that's why I dislike him so much. Maybe that's why his tone bugs me so much because I see things I don't necessarily like about myself in it. I had a cousin growing up that I did not like and did not get along with. And I remember one time when I was complaining about him, my mother, and the manner of mothers telling you things you really don't want to hear, said, you know, these things you're complaining about, these are things that could describe you. And I said, Mom, let me complain. But you know, as moms often are, she was right. The qualities I was complaining about in this cousin of mine are qualities I have on numerous occasions been accused of possessing myself. And so maybe the reason I don't like Psalm 26's speaker so much is because right now I see a lot of that sort of self-righteousness and disdain for those viewed as lesser in myself around this whole COVID thing, because I am fed up and out of patience with COVID deniers, with people who are vaccine resistant or vaccine hesitant. I'm out of patience. And I'm out of grace. And that's not a good place to be in. Thankfully, there's someone who is never out of grace, and that is God. Less thankfully, we have to be open to being wrong and to admitting that we are often as wrong as the people we're mad at before we can accept that grace. So I'm working on it. And I hope if you are in a similar place, you are too. That's all for me.